Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode. Hi. We were just having our pre-podcast sports. We have a sports podcast that we do that doesn't get recorded. It's just us bitching. It's us bitching about sports. Yes. So here's some non-sports news. I guess it's kind of a sports, maybe a hobby. A very famous person died this week, but I I didn't see a lot of news stories about her. Her name is Cynthia Albritton, and she is the woman who plastered a lot of um, famous rock musicians' penises. I, she's an icon. Uh, yeah, she died this week. What's her name again? Cynthia Albritton. Her name is Cynthia Plaster Caster. That's right. how she's known for her art. Uh, she is a recover. She described herself as being a recovering groupie, and she took plaster casts of many plaster cast of many of the top musicians' erect penises and other body parts. Back in the day, she had a long illness, so we don't know what that was, and she was 74 years old. Her collection included Jimi Hendrix, Wayne Kramer of MC5, Pete Shelley of the Buzzcocks, Jello Biafra of the Dead Kennedys. She also did female breasts. Um, She did Sally Timms of the Mekons, Peaches, Karen of the Yeah, Yeah, Yes. So she expanded beyond uh, hardcocks. As, as a good artist does. <laughs> I think that's a really cool thing to be known for. Yeah. I mean, imagine the stories she must have. Yeah. Like, I love... I think there is a documentary about her, but I would love to know the whole process. Like, who gets them hard? Uh, well, I know. Oh, you do? Well, because... Well, it might change for each person. <laughs> when I was 10 years old, there was an episode of Real Sex on HBO... Uh- <laughs> oh, about, about her or just plaster dick? Things? About plastering dicks and pussies. There was this episode. Sh- email us if you remember this episode of Real Sex from the mid nineties. It was like porn stars plastering and making molds of their dicks and pussies. Yeah, for rubber dicks and pussies. But you don't know how she did it. I don't know how she did it. I'm just saying I have watched the process happen. Oh, I've seen that too. But they got themselves hard probably. No, they had a fluffer on set. Oh, they did? Yeah. For the dicks? For the dicks, yeah. yeah. Oh. And because it was real sex, I'm sure they went a little overboard and like... Well, I bet you in the 70s, what started off as sort of fun turned into a more professional endeavor. Yeah. So maybe the first few she did were sort of like part of... Hey, we're fucking at my studio. Right. Can I take a plaster cast of your dick? That's hot. Yeah. I think that it sounds, uh, I bet you there's a lot of technique involved because you don't want to get a hair stuck in that plaster. No. Right? That would be painful if it ripped out. Um, Absolutely. I don't know much about this story, but the headline seemed very cute to me. Uh, A cookie stealing bear bear keeps finding his way back to an Italian town. Is this food and wine? Yes, it is. This bear breaks into a local bakery <laughs> and steals cookies. His name, they started calling him Juan Carito. I don't know if that name has any meaning. Let's see. 
So last November, this woman's husband called from her bakery, the couple run in Rocarasso, Italy, and she heard seven words that she could have never expected. I was at home expecting him for dinner. He called. He said, Marina, there's a bear in the bakery. (laughs) My first response was, have you been drinking? He wasn't. There was a large Marsican brown bear inside their um, bakery called Dolce Momenti. That sounds good. I bet you has like those little amaretto cookies. And those like pignola cookies. Or the the three layers. The yeah. red. Oh, I want one of those. I want some Italian cookies right uh, now. We need we need to go to um what's it called? Ruli. Uh, well, yeah, when we when we what's t- drive up north. <laughs> yeah, let's go now. <laughs> we'll be there by morning. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently the bear smelled these cookies wafting down the street. <laughs> They were out on the table, classic move, <laughs> where you're airing them out. And the, they can see the scent lines. They can see the scent lines coming through the fucking open window. Right. What, what's a bear to do? Uh, this bear is only two years old. Oh. This is a ski resort town. So, um, yeah, they're trying to get this bear. I don't think they're going to harm the bear. I mean, he's pretty uh, innocent in this whole thing, in my opinion. He just wanted cookies. Yeah. But they thought that he finally left because he had been captured and sent to a nature uh, sanctuary. Um, but somehow he got back uh, to get these cookies. I mean, it's if they're not making an ad about this, <laughs> I don't know what they're doing because this is a perfect... They actually had to put bear-proof bars on the windows. I mean, I think they should do something with this to market their uh, bakery. Well, we'll go to this bakery if we're ever in... Italy. No. <laughs> I know it was Italy. I wanted to Roccasario? Roccasario. Something like that. We don't even know what, what part of Italy. is. That Look, the, we want to go all over. I, I want to go all over Italy specifically. Me too. And neither of us have been to Italy. No. And I bet you the food is we really know, good. I'm sure it's very good. So um, this headline got my eye. This is from HuffPost. Ecology professor theorizes that the Loch Ness Monster may just be a whale penis. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. So this is Wait short. a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> You're referring to that grainy photo that we all know. With the big, long thing. It, it looks like a brontosaurus head sticking out of the water. Yes. That's Nessie. Or is it? It's penessy. <laughs> it's whale penessy. Uh, so he said that there's a lot of these sea monster stories reported by explorers and what they call tentacled and alien-esque appendages emerging from the water. But while many observers may have believed these appendages breaking the surface might be part of something bigger, something sinister lurking beneath, Sweet said that in many cases, it was just whale dicks. <laughs> Cockness monster. That's what I'm calling the episode. Uh, Oh, good. That's good. I like when I come up with the name of the mini episode in the middle of the episode, because that's honestly, if you've ever noticed an episode is late, sometimes it's because I've lost my <laughs> mind trying to come up with a dumb and title. And she texts me and I just, I'm like, I, I'm going to pretend I'm not, I didn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. So they think it's, this is a whale cock. That's what this guy thinks. Uh, no one else is seeing that. People have said they think it's a giant eel. One local man claimed it was a giant catfish. This guy, he's coming out of the pack. He's coming out strong. Does he think that the whale is lying on his back with a, a curved boner? Does that, hmm. Is that what he thinks? Well, he says, okay, he says whales often mate in groups. So while one male is busy with the females, the other male just pops his dick out of the water while swimming around waiting for his turn. 
everyone's got to have a bit of fun. So while one female whale is typically paired with the primary male, a group of males will try to fight for the right to overthrow uh, that guy and mate the woman next, or not the woman, but the whale. <laughs> the whale. <laughs> That's me. Hey, boys, which whale is next? Um, so I guess that they're just floating around on their backs with their dicks. That's what I see. <laughs> yes, maybe they are. They're waiting for their turn. No idea. So yeah, there's some um, paranormal news for you. Now we got sent. <laughs> oh, I saw this online, and then I think someone may have sent it to us. Look. Change the sign. We're back to zero days since the last shit stories have been uh, on our mini episode. It's been a while. A woman has been rescued after falling in an outhouse toilet trying to get her phone. (gasps) All of our nightmares. Oh, my God. So a woman accidentally dropped her cell phone into the hole of an outhouse in a national forest and fell in while trying to retrieve it. She had to be rescued by firefighters. And this happened in Washington State. Well, here's her first problem. Here's the first problem. Going into a national forest. No. (laughs) Her first mistake is that once she dropped the phone into the outhouse, she tried to get it. Because when you drop, once you drop your phone into an outhouse, it's over. It's done. You get a new phone. That's what I would do. I'm not touching that phone again. Yeah. So she basically what happened, uh, she went into this outhouse. She was on Mount Walker and Olympic National Forest. This is northwest of Seattle. And she's in this toilet thing using her phone when she dropped it. Now, she said she disassembled the toilet seat and used dog leashes to try and get the phone. Oh, my God. Eventually using the leashes to tie herself off as she reached for it. Wait, what the fuck, woman? So she, like, made a harness? I think so. She tied herself off to lean down in. Why would you ever... (laughs) Sorry. I mean, I know phones are expensive, but this would definitely be like where I'm like, I'm going to cut my losses. Absolutely. Uh, and and, su- and suffer the consequences. Do we have a picture of this woman? Uh, why, you think she would ever let a picture of her be taken? <laughs> Come on. No, I, I don't see one in this news story. Uh, so obviously this effort failed and she fell into the toilet head first. The, the firefighter said... It, those harnesses didn't work very well, and she went in. Thank you for, for clearing that up. She was alone and tried to get out for 10 to 15 minutes. I mean, luckily she had her phone down there. <laughs> She did get her phone, and she called 911. <laughs> that must be a mess, Honestly. right? That's like when I'm eating and I smear sour cream on my phone or something, but this is like toilet stuff. Ew. Um, so firefighters were nearby and they they <laughs> they stood to reach the harness. They tried to pull her out of the um they call it a vault. I don't know what that means. Um she was uninjured, but obviously incredibly embarrassed. She was washed down and strongly encouraged to seek medical attention after being exposed to human waste. Oh. But she only wanted to leave. He said, I've been doing this for 40 years, and that was a first. <laughs> I, I like how fast she needed to get out of there. Um, no word on if her phone, her phone worked. had to be packed into a bag of rice. Oh, does that get shit out? <laughs> Human waste. Uh, okay, another HuffPost story. Florida bride caterer arrested after pot lasagna allegedly sickens wedding guest. <gasps> what the f? Okay, so wow, a Florida bride and her caterer arrested for allegedly lacing their lasagna with marijuana during a wedding. The bride and her caterer are both facing charges of tampering. Yeah, you can't like give people marijuana. 
one of these, the caterer you owns... You can't give people drugs if they didn't ask to be given drugs. Especially like this, because you know that shit is way too strong. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like Edibles edible stuff is like... always, yeah. I mean, that's the only way you could give it to someone without their knowing. So she, this chef, this caterer is a holistic chef, according to her website, but that it, doesn't seem holistic. This doesn't seem very holistic. The wedding was attended by 30 to 40 guests. Uh, it took place in Longwood, Florida. Deputies showed up on the scene. They spoke to a male guest who requested an ambulance because he was feeling weird and said that he felt like he had, quote, drugs inside him. Uh, a lot of people felt sick and were experiencing being high and stoned. There were multiple items at the ceremony, including chocolate-covered strawberries, cookies, brownies, pudding shots, and a handful of lasagna. That was what had... Um, that was what had the pot in it, the Just lasagna. The lasagna. Yeah. And there was a piece of bread also that tested positive for THC. This bride sucks. Why would you do this what at a, your wedding? What a rude bitch. Very rude. Like there's nothing wrong if you want to get high. But, have but have pot lasagna, but everyone should be uh, aware our, of it. Yeah. Like you should, you should put a label on it. Hey, this lasagna has weed in it. It's not oregano. It's not oregano. It sauce. has weed in it and you will get very high. What a bitch. Now, we mentioned a few weeks ago that Sherry Papini had basically admitted to all of her um, faking her kidnapping. This was a pretty big case in 2016. Her husband now has filed for divorce and seeking custody of the couple's two children. Of course he is. Yeah. Uh, she's 39 years old. She pled guilty to mail fraud and making false statements, etc. So now the husband is like, goodbye. Uh, she says she's in treatment for anxiety, depression, PTSD, etc., I mean, she clearly is, uh, she has some uh, things going on. I'm not quite sure what. She's a mess. But you can't do that. And Keith Papini said that his wife was not acting in a rational manner uh, during this. So yeah, that case just keeps on going. I might try to do it for my mystery this month. Just oh. do the whole case. I would like that because I honestly don't know too much about this case. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of doing that. I have to get it together, obviously. For Patreon. Yes. That'll be our mystery uh, this month. So, yeah, that's all our stories. If there's ever a non-Hollywood case that you want to hear about, we often do them on our Patreon. Yeah. That's a good place to to hear them is our Patreon. Right. If you have a case you want to hear, especially if it's particularly gruesome or mysterious or whatever, I mean, we're pretty loose. Yeah. That's where we kind of do those cases. So yeah. check them out We've there. We've talked about all kinds of stuff. We did a whole episode about people being buried alive. And cannibal? Did we? Do, we've done we a lot did an of episode about cannibalism too. Yeah. So there's lots of uh, gory, juicy stuff there. Weird stories. We have a lot of weird stories on. Yeah. On okay. Patreon. We'll be back. Okay. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. 
I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I've had a really stressful year with work and family stuff, and I know I'm not alone when I say I tend to push that stress down in order to get what I need done, done, and that only makes things worse. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. In the past, therapy has helped me navigate many situations from helping me to set boundaries to just becoming the best version of myself. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I love that it's entirely online, so it's convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HCS today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HCS. Desi, I watched a whole bunch of stuff oh. that I didn't even tell you about because I was because it's we didn't have a mini episode last week. No. So now we got to catch up. I, first of all... A few weeks ago, I watched Moonfall. Oh, I watched Moonfall. I loved it. I loved it, and here's why I love it, because they left it open for a sequel. The funny thing about Moonfall, I think I would have enjoyed it more if it was like 50% stupider. It's pretty stupid. It's pretty stupid, but they tried to be smart. <laughs> like sometimes the science, I'm like, what? Can you just make it stupid? Like they, pretty- they tried to make it sound real, though. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, no, I liked it too. I think I watched it twice because I fell asleep once and then I rewatched it again. I really liked how in the, like the last half of it or the last part of it where it just completely goes in this other insane fucking direction. I know. I was like, no, this is about the moon falling. What is this right. 2001 <laughs> nonsense happening? <laughs> no, I mean, I like Moonfall. I mean, you're right. It It is set up to be a sequel, which will be funny. I, I mean, it's just... It's not what I thought it was. Right. When I too. heard Moonfall, I thought it was more of a traditional disaster movie. Which there is a lot of great disaster sequences. Yes, it. but it has this whole other element that, as far as I know, has never been in any of the advertising. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's why I was like so pumped. Because I was like, what is even happening right now? No, it was completely shocking. <laughs> I, I, that's what happened the first time I, I saw it, actually. I fell asleep. <laughs> 
And then I woke up where that section had started and the little child was talking. And I was like, am I dreaming? <laughs> like, I honestly didn't. Like, and then I woke up the next day and I was like, is that, did that happen? Like, I, I couldn't, I was so, it was so off that I actually thought I had dreamt it or that I was in a fever dream or something. And then I just had to rewatch it. And then I was like, oh no, that was what happened. I loved it. So then I started, okay, uh, we talked about Better Call Saul on Patreon at length. So we don't need to talk about that here. But needless to say, both of us are watching Better Call Saul. It's the final season. By the way, can I say one thing? It's sort of related to Better Call Saul. I did some more research and they they did um, the Irishman special effects on Bob Odenkirk to make him look younger. Oh, they like they didn't do it as extreme, obviously, right. as the Irishman, but they did like smooth out wrinkles and stuff to make him look younger. I want that. Seriously, I was like, how do you do that? Did you the star of the show? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so after obviously, like it's a week to week show, so I can't just binge it. So Brendan and I had to find a new show to binge. So the first new show we found to binge, which we could only binge three episodes because it's a new show. It's with Josh Brolin and... Oh, I saw something about this. Okay, because I really wanted to watch like something kind of Western, mm-hmm. but I couldn't get into Yellowstone when I tried to watch it. So then I saw that Josh Brolin was doing this kind of Western-looking show, but it's also like Aliens. Oh. Or like something... What's it called? Outer Range. Like hmm. like Home on the Range. Is it an Amazon show? It's on Amazon. And we got pretty hooked on it. Okay. It's it's good. There it involves like a massive gaping mysterious hole. Ooh. <laughs> and uh Lily Tomlin's in it. Okay. It's I like it. I just saw stupid, something like about it. this and I, I was like I was like, is he in Yellowstone? <laughs> Because I didn't know what it was. I just saw him in a cowboy hat or it's something. It's a totally other thing. The okay. other thing that we started watching, which I'm really enjoying, is called From. Hmm. One of our listeners asked me if I had seen this, and I said, no, I haven't. But I started watching it. And first of all, you have to know going into it, it's, I think it's by one of the creators of Lost. So it's got that vibe going okay. on. It's okay. a very mysterious show. It's It's... It's not network, so there's like cussing and the violence in it is pretty gruesome, which is cool. But it definitely has that lost vibe where you're like, what is, what does this mean? What is going on? What is this on? Okay. Now that's part of, that's part of the story. (laughs) Oh. So just listen, (laughs) just, just listen. So I find it on Amazon. We watch the first like two episodes or three episodes, and then it's like, you have to pay for this. I was like, I have to pay for this? What? And then I realized, oh, this is on Epics. So now I'm the proud subscriber of yet another streaming service. Oh my god, Epics! Just so I can watch. I already this have show. Epics. Well, Desi, you got to watch this show because <laughs> I bought it because I saw Adrian Brody. I follow him on Instagram, and he's like, "Check out my new show on Epics." And I was he's like, "On that? No, it's a different show. He's on." And I was like, "Okay, <laughs> like he's going to be my boyfriend now." <laughs> And I, of course, I started watching it and I never watch it. Every month I'm like, oh, I need to get rid of Epics, but now I'll no, keep it. Now you can keep it. The other, I'm sorry, I have one more show that we did watch a lot of, which I really liked the first season, but the second season lost me. And I think the reason the second season lost me is because this show, in my opinion, 
should have just been a mini series. Because I don't know where else they're going to go. Okay. It's called Servant. M. Night Shyamalan is directing, but he's not writing. So it's automatically, it's a little better. But it still has his directing style, which I do like. I heard about this show, but I don't. I have no idea what it's about. Lauren Ambrose is in it. Oh, I love and her. And she's fantastic. She's great, and it's a really creepy, weird show that also has some funny moments in it. And it's just like about this weird family who, like, hires this, like, housekeeper lady. I don't know. That's all I can say about it. I really enjoyed the first season. I'm not as into the second season. Okay. I'm going to put those down. Put down. I I really am curious about your opinion on all three of those shows. Um, Especially From, because then it will make my Epics subscription. Yeah, Yeah, you need to watch From because it's really weird. Okay. I like it. I'm enjoying it. Um, I haven't watched anything except for Better Call Saul. That's the only thing I watch now. I'm on. Good. I'm almost done with season four. Ooh. So I only have... I'm, I should slow four. down. Season four, oh, there's a moment in season four, if I'm recalling correctly, that just breaks your heart. It's just so sad. I wonder if it happened yet. Probably not. Okay. Is it at the end? Yeah. Okay. It's just one of those, like, I mean, it's just, it's like a very classic that universe moment where you're just like, well, that's what happens. Okay. Hmm. I'm I now tried, curious. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> I'm like, what if I've seen it already and it didn't register with me? I'm a sociopath. That's, <laughs> that's possible. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm really excited for you. I'm, I'm sad that you will eventually get caught up and then have to suffer what I've been suffering yeah. through is waiting week to week. The other thing is my friend put up Ambulance on the um, his like movie server. So I'm going to watch that too soon. Wow. Ambulance. I, I With Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, Michael Bay. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a Michael Bay movie. It looks really uh, stupid, so I'm excited. I'll, I'll watch it soon, I hope. Yeah, I'll watch it. Where did you see Moonfall? Is that playing on streaming now? Dude, I paid $20 to rent it. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I own it. I own it. I bought it. I, it's, so it came out fast. I mean, yeah. I guess it was out like a month and a half ago or yeah, something. Yeah, I bought it. Well, I, I needed to see it. Yeah. I couldn't wait another day. No, it's, it's good. <laughs> um, so, food. Did we talk about Mother Wolf? I don't think so. I don't think we did. I was sick last week. Yeah. Desi, so we went to Mother Wolf. Yeah. That's right, because we went to Mother Wolf that week. Right. That was before I got sick. Um, what did we eat? What didn't we eat? We had squash blossoms. Fried squash blossoms, fried artichokes, um, rice balls. We had a lot of fried appetizers. What was that other appetizer we got? Because I know we got four. Right. Oh, the shrimp Ooh, with the a shrimp salsa verde. Um, then we got really good pasta, rigatoni with an oxtail ragu. We got a cacio pepe. And then we got dessert. We got two desserts. Chocolate budino and a big old pussy buff, a big cream buff. Puff with whipped cream and strawberries. It's one of those like shoe pastries that's stuffed with cream, so it looks like a giant cream pie pussy. Yeah, and then there was really good strawberries. I actually want to go to Oxnard and pick strawberries. You do? Is that weird? I'll go with you. Doesn't that sound fun? Let's do I it. I want really good strawberries. 
I do too. Also, I'm thinking about trying to go to the farmer's market this week because I really want good fruit. Okay, I'll go with you to the farmer's market. Which one do you want to go to? I don't know. Do you ever want to go to the one here in Echo Park? There is one? Yeah, but it might be more of like, I feel like it's like in the afternoon Um, or the night. I, I don't know what the good farmer's markets are. There's two by me, but they're more east side. There's one in South Pasadena that's very cute. And then there's a huge one in Pasadena somewhere. Um, but I'm sure there's... I'll go to whatever farmer's market with you. The Pasadena one is really big. It's by like some school. I used to go to the Hollywood one. Yeah. And I know there's some like... I mean, the Santa Monica one, I'm not going to that. That's too far. No way. I, 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 th- I think there's a bunch. I just don't know. I'm not on the, the farmer market scene. Like, I don't know which ones are the good ones. Ugh, my mom would wake us up every Sunday morning at like eight in the morning when I was a kid and we'd go to the farmer's market every week and I hated it because it was like, why am I getting up early on a Sunday morning? Well, getting up early. And then there was that clown there. I've talked about this clown mm. before that scared me. And yeah. So you're getting up early I got and up, being tortured. I got up early to be terrorized by the clown who used to work at the Marin County Civic Center um, farmer's market. Let me know if you remember that clown. I started following this Instagram account that has like a lot of good salads. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, oh, I need to get like really good vegetables yeah. to make these pop. Right. <laughs> I want these salads to be good. I've been eating a lot of vegetables this I week. feel like I need to eat a lot of vegetables and I've been fruit. doing that so, this But week. I want really good quality. Yeah. And I really love strawberries, but there's no good strawberries at any store. You need to go to the farmer's market to get the, the nice, sweet. juicy, sweet strawberries. Yeah. Like the ones that were in that pussy puff. Well, and you know what? Stone fruit season's coming up. Yeah. So we're going to want some good peaches. I'm going to want some of that in my salad. Peaches, plums. I love it. Mm. Ugh, Do you I remember the salad fruit. we made last summer? It was really good. It was like orange and butter lettuce and avocado, and we topped it with grilled shrimp. Oh, yeah. That, that was, was a good. good salad. So I need more salads. I want to eat that all summer. I want to I come up with lots of good salads. Mm-hmm. So, uh, But I think seeing some good vegetables will help. Yeah. And I'll probably just buy a lot, and I know they'll just rot in my fridge. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to try. Okay. I made something weird last night. I, I had a craving for a turkey leg. Oh, yeah. So I went to Gelson's, and I bought a, two mm. turkey legs, and I... And I roasted them. And then, of course, I had the drippings, so I had to make gravy. What did you do with the gravy? Just dip the leg I in it? I dumped it on the potatoes that I roasted. Oh, see? <laughs> now we're talking. It was really good. Here's the thing. I feel like I could go without meat for a while, but I couldn't go without meat drippings. Um. Oh, I did make Passover-ish dinner earlier in the week, and I... I did have like a dilemma because everyone was sold out of brisket. Oh. And I, I, I substituted the brisket with short ribs and it was really good. Mm. It was like, it was almost the same. Like short ribs are good. Yeah. And I had the tangy tomato onion type sauce on it and it tasted really good. For Passover, I just roasted a chicken with potatoes and the entire week, like I ate matzah with butter on it. I had... I made homemade matzo balls and I made homemade oh, matzo I, meal. I made ma- I made matzo because ball soup. I didn't have I couldn't find matzo meal, so I just I had to buy matzo and they only had gluten free, so I had to buy that pack of like ten boxes because right. that was the only matzo. So I still like have the so variety. Much. No, pack? it's just one type. Ugh. But it was like all they had was like gluten free and like some other weird. I was like, no, I just want plain matzo. 
don't, the, don't come up, come at me with this. The matzo balls, <laughs> I made matzo ball soup this year and the matzo balls I made, I really liked the recipe. It was a, it was an Allison Roman recipe. That's the one I made. The celery dill. Well, I made my own soup part of it. Like I actually, I put dill in it. With the seltzer water in the matzo balls? Yes. Yeah, those were excellent. It was an excellent matzo ball. They were perfectly... My broth came out so good, too. I didn't make her broth because I had some chicken broth in the freezer that I used, like some stock that I had made earlier. And then, of course, um, another thing I had in my freezer was schmaltz. So I put the schmaltz in the chicken ball, in the matzo balls, mm. which gives them such a nice flavor. I thought that was a really good matzo ball. It was a great one. I'm going to use that recipe next Me year. Me too. I ate so many because that too. was the day I got sick. And I just was like, thank God I have this broth right. and matzo balls. Right. And I just ate that for like two days. That's why they call it Jewish penicillin. It was a really good. Um, and I, I really liked her recipe. I, I liked it was it too. They were really fluffy and... Um, but still hard. But not too but not too fluffy. Not too fluffy. It was perfect. Because I don't like apart. those ones that are hard uh balls. No, these were these perfect. Were like nice. They were springy. They were really good. Um so yeah, that was my big cooking endeavors. Me I too. was gonna make a Pavlova and then I just didn't have the energy. No. I was like, you need to recover. Yeah. Calm down. Right. I had <laughs> ice cream. We oh, ate yeah. the rest of that ice cream. Oh yum. Other than that, had a pretty uh eventful day the other day when we had to take Melon to the vet. He's fine. He's yeah. fine. It was just a checkup because, you know, he's he hadn't had a checkup in a while. And uh, the doctor, the vet called back, said his blood work was normal. He just has a, he had a slight ear infection. So I've been giving him drops and he does not like drops. He looks like he's in absolute misery, that picture you showed me. Where I, after post giving him the drops, yeah, Ugh. like he actually looks very upset. Well, it's also that kind of ear medication that you have to keep in the fridge, so it's like cold going in. Yeah, I mean, he actually looked like he was pouting. He was pouting, yeah. and and first, and he is the biggest baby, like getting put, like putting him in the carrier, and then the entire way on the entire drive there to the vet's office, he's howling. What is that? Who is that? Is I actually that you? played something. Sorry. Sounds like jazz. I hit something. No. <laughs> I have no idea what it was. <laughs> um, anyway, he was a big baby and I, I, I like totally ran my mouth to the vet just telling like, he's really sensitive. He's very, has a very strong, um, complex inner life. I probably sounded like an insane person and he's like, yeah, cats are weird. I'm like, no, he's really weird though. Yeah. I have a, one of my foster kittens is a little under the weather and I was Aww. also explaining something to someone and they're like, you're making it sound like he has um, a personality disorder, <laughs> but he's only, a, he's five weeks, six weeks old. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, but there's something intentional about his behavior. Right. <laughs> like uh, he's stubborn or something. Yeah. But yeah. Look, some cats, like, I, like all four of my cats have very distinct personalities, but Melon... Melon has like several different distinct personalities. Yes. He he has a he has a range of emotions. So n- needless to say, he of course got some of the turkey that I oh. cooked. Well, that turkey, probably helped. The turkey was a big hit with the cats last night. Yeah. They loved it. They're like we like milk, m- meat drippings. They loved it. <laughs> so they all got some turkey. My cats are very spoiled. Yeah. That's great. Anyway, we're we're going to go eat now. Yeah, we well, will. We will talk about uh, our restaurant adventure 
next mini episode. Yes. And then we'll see you for the main episode. This week. Later this week. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 